This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast brought to you by the Engineering Management Institute, where we focus on helping engineers and technical professionals become effective managers and powerful leaders. Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers and technical professionals who want to succeed in both work and life. All right, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a topic that's become really interesting to me over the last few years as I've been building the Engineering Career Coach, now known as the Engineering Management Institute. And it's this idea of big kind of visionary thinking versus detail-oriented mindset, focusing on a lot of the small things. You've heard me talk a lot about this in past episodes with the 80-20 rule, the Pareto principle, which is slanted more towards big picture thinking. But of course, as engineers, we're trained to think about the details. And in many cases, we have to. So I want to dive into this a bit today and try to identify kind of the benefits of each one of those patterns of thinking and ways to be able to do both effectively as an engineer where you need to, because if you can do that, you'll be on your way to being very successful and really I think the bigger challenge for us as engineers and technical professionals is not the detailed thinking. It's making sure that we take the time to look at the big picture from time to time. And we'll dive into that a bit here in the main segment of the show. But before we dive into the main segment of our show, I do want to take a moment to recognize our sponsors for today's episode. And firstly, PPI, who's really been helping many engineering professionals get licensed through their materials. Listen up later on in this podcast for my advice on how to advance your career in 2018. I'll be sharing info on where to find practical tips and time-tested resources for your licensure exam, including an exclusive 20% discount available to listeners of this podcast. So don't miss that. Also, I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor onto the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, ISA, the International Society of Automation, a recognized leader in non-biased automation training. From world-class online and classroom training taught by today's industry experts to digital and print publications written by leading automation authors to association membership that gives you a worldwide network of 40,000 automation professionals, ISA is with you every step of your career. More on ISA later in the episode. All right, now I want to give you a quote related to today's topic to bring us into the main segment. And the quote is from David Burns. When you change the way you think, you can change the way you feel. All right, so our topic for this episode is to think about the two different types of thinking, big picture thinking versus the really detail-oriented mindset and how that'll impact your career as an engineering professional and really your life overall. And again, the reason that I decided to do this episode is because I've seen a transformation for myself over the last few years where I've been able to think much more big picture or at least more, have more vision than I used to. But for sure, my engineering mindset education is still very much alive and well. Just the other day, in fact, I was messing around with one of our websites and I was changing colors and different things that I know I shouldn't have been working on. Should have had someone on the team doing it, but I was just into it. And I was just, I wanted to be detailed at the moment. First of all, let's just talk a little bit about these two different types of thinking. And then I'm going to go through, I'm going to start with big picture thinking first. But the thing in general to understand is that as an engineering professional, you're going to face a wide variety of problems and challenges that are going to require you to think different and to come up with solutions. And one 
of the most important ways that you can create solutions is your approach and how you think. And that's what we're focused on in this episode. Now, I've mentioned these two different types of thinking patterns, big picture and detail-oriented. Professionals who can do both of those, that kind of value both and can incorporate both into their thinking patterns, are going to have a much better chance at success in their careers and success being whatever you define as success in your career, right? So let's start off with big picture thinking. Let's define it a little bit. Let's talk about it a little bit. Big picture thinking is when you look at a problem or a challenge or an opportunity, you look at the whole picture and all the effects that the situation has on everything around it. Someone who likes to think big picture often likes to brainstorm and come up with a lot of different ideas. They're typically brainstormers or, or they generate a lot of ideas. They think of big changes, large projects, right? Substantial opportunities to innovate. There's that cliche, you know, they think outside the box. A lot of big picture thinkers aren't going to get bogged down in the details of execution. They'll be aware of the details. They'll understand that they need to get done, but they're not going to be the person who's actually going to have the to-do list with all these items on them. Or at least if they do, they're not going to be as effective. They're going to be most effective when they're the ones coming up with the ideas and handing them off to other people. If you want to think about what I said before, creating big ways to innovate, I remember we had a couple of people on the podcast where we did a series on some of the bigger things that we've done in our careers. And one of them was decided that we wanted to start, I think it was like leasing airplanes or something crazy that the company never did before, right? That's like a big picture idea. Or like if you come to the table and say, listen, I want our company to start providing services with drones. And everyone's like, really? Well, I don't know if we're ready for that. But that's a big picture idea. Some of the typical characteristics of a big picture thinker, often if you are a big picture thinker, you will quickly be able to see patterns in problems. You'll look at something and you'll be able to see these repeatable patterns. And like, I like to mention the 80-20 rule again, because what I've tried to train myself to do is when I look at something now, I try to 80-20 it. I try to think of how could you get more success with lower effort here? Another thing you might do if you're a big picture thinker is you might come up with a lot of new ideas and new projects to work on because you're constantly generating these ideas. If you're a big picture thinker, you also might have a low tolerance for the detailed type of works, the tedious stuff, right? The busy work. You're not going to have a big tolerance for that. Now, I understand that a lot of engineers and technical professionals are forced to do these types of things when they're younger, but I think if you're a big picture thinker, you'll gravitate away from that quicker. Another characteristic you might exhibit as a big picture thinker is you probably are great at brainstorming and outlining what has to be done, but when you start to get into the really small, fine details, you might get tired of doing that. And you also might be characterized regularly as right-brained or analytical. Those are some typical traits or characteristics or feelings of big picture thinkers. And I want you to think during this episode here, if you exhibit any of these things. We talked a little bit about what big picture thinking is and some of the characteristics. Let's talk a little bit about some of the advantages of big picture thinking. And I want to emphasize some of these because I still think that engineers, big picture thinking engineers and technical professionals are in the minority, which is not our fault because we're trained that way. And in a lot of cases, we need the details. However, big picture thinkers are often very motivated by opportunity because they can see opportunity. Another advantage is, is because you have that constant stream of ideas, you have a lot of different solutions to pull from. It's like a faucet that keeps running. So if one idea doesn't work, then 
you can come up with another one quickly. And for that same reason, you don't often dwell on problems because you know that you can come up with a solution. You just see it as a small obstacle that you can overcome. One of the biggest advantages of being a big picture, visionary type thinker is you can see the overall picture. You can see the grand plan. You don't worry about the details that are floating around. You just see the big thing. It's like Walt Disney, right? Like he saw the vision of what Disney World could be. And then he had a whole bunch of help of implementing it and putting it into place. But without seeing that vision, a lot of times these projects can't come to life. And that's why as an engineer, if you're setting out on a project and you need to get started and you need to brainstorm and show stuff to a client or your supervisor, that's where big picture thinking can be really powerful. Another great thing about being visionary in your thinking is the end goal is usually very clear to you based on what I just said, right? You can see these end goals, which helps other people that are with you or on your team to be also be able to see the end goal. And that's really important if you want to persuade people, whether it's clients or team members to do something or move towards a common goal, you need to be able to describe that to them. It's even uh, important if you're a parent and you're trying to convince your kids to do something, you got to say, listen, if we go on this vacation, think about all the stuff around this area that we could do over the course of the week. It's not just about going to this one park. It's about everything around it, right? Then people start to get excited. One of the other advantages is that you can be more focused on something because when you're visionary and you've identified this big grand plan, right? Or the 80-20, the 20% of things that are going to generate 80% of your results, you're going to focus on it because you know that that's the big deal. And the other thing that's great about the big thinking is that because you're clear, because you're focused, you're a leader, you're providing a blueprint, you're providing a beacon for people to follow. Because let's face it, a lot of people in today's world are unclear in what they want to do, what they want to achieve, and they're not that confident. So if you are, and you can lead the way, you're already ahead of the game. Those are some of the advantages of big picture thinking. Now, let's just touch on a couple of items that might prevent you from thinking big, because I don't want that to happen, but I want you to be aware of it. Because thinking big is a habit that you can develop over time. If you read Richard Koch's 80-20 books, that was a big thing that helped me to do that. But here's some things that'll stop you. Procrastination, right? If you're procrastinating on something, you're kind of wasting time and visionary people don't do that. If you're thinking too much short term, again, you're not going to see the big picture long term. You need to look at both. Coming up with different excuses of not ways not to do something that kills big picture thinking. Focusing on things that don't matter. Again, focusing on the 80% of the things that aren't going to drive your success. That's not going to help you as a big thinker. If you're focusing on the color of something as opposed to what that something is actually going to accomplish, maybe you need to think more about what that solution is, the benefits of that solution as opposed to whether it's black or gray. Overanalyzing things, that's something that happens a lot to us as engineers and technical professionals. And again, I'm not saying that these things are bad and that you should never overanalyze something or look at the details of something because by the nature of our profession, we have to. But what I'm saying is to implement big picture thinking as well into your thought patterns to give you a better blended combination. And then seeking perfection. And we're going to get into this in the next part of this when we talk about being more detail oriented. But if you're always seeking perfection all the time, you're going to, again, get focused on details and not tend to look at the overall picture. That's a summary of big picture thinking, what it is, some of the characteristics you might exhibit if you're a big picture thinker, some of the advantages of it, and then of course, some of the things that might prevent you from becoming a big picture thinker. 
What we're going to do now is I'm going to take a quick break and recognize our sponsor for today's episode. And then we're going to come back and talk about detail-oriented thinking patterns. As I mentioned earlier, we're excited to welcome a new sponsor onto the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Build your automation engineering career with ISA. ISA is the International Society of Automation, a recognized leader in non-biased automation training. From world-class online and classroom training taught by today's industry experts, to digital and print publications written by leading automation authors, to association membership that gives you a worldwide network of 40,000 automation professionals, ISA is with you every step of your career. To find out more about how ISA can help you build your career, visit isa.org forward slash build your career or call 919-549-8411. Again, that's 919-549-8411. All right, so now let's jump into talking about being more of a, a detail-oriented person, someone who focuses on the details. So. If you think in a detailed manner, you're going to be probably more precise than someone who's visionary. You'll be very organized. You'll be able to manage a lot of tasks and multitask and focus on details. While you may not be a visionary thinker, you're going to be very good on the execution side of things, which is important for us in the technical world because we have a lot of projects that we need to execute on, right? So let me reinforce that, that I'm not saying that one of these thinking patterns is better than another. However, as a detailed-oriented thinker, you will most likely overthink things from time to time because you are paying attention to all the details and try to understand everything. So let me give you some of the characteristics of someone who's really focused on details. If you do this, then you'll most likely focus on things at an amazing level of detail. And sometimes in doing it, you might miss the bigger picture. You might enjoy more taking something that exists and optimizing it or revising it or continuing to tinker with it as opposed to coming up with something from scratch. You might not like highlighting things or just taking out small chunks of something because you want the whole thing. You might have a tendency to overthink things. As I said before, this is also known as paralysis by analysis. Sometimes if we are detailed thinkers, we overthink something and then we don't take action on it. And I think that personally, that's one of the dangers of detailed thinking. You also probably have an awesome ability to, to be very attentive to details. And you may have been described as someone who's very analytical and left-brained as opposed to right-brained and creative, as I mentioned before, when we talked about big picture thinking. And now that I think of it, I may have said that it was analytical, but big picture thinking is creative. It's right-brained and creative. So those are some of the characteristics that I'm sure you probably do exhibit, or at least most of the listeners of this podcast exhibit, because we are technical professionals. And our education kind of puts us in that box, and for good reason. So what are the advantages of detailed-oriented thinkers? Well, some of the advantages are you have high standards, right? Because you want perfection, and that's important to you. And so that's a good thing, because you can produce very high-quality work. Sometimes it might be a little bit hard for you to keep up with, but you have high standards. You're probably very, very, very productive and efficient because you're probably organized. You know what task you need. You can execute on them, right? So those are good things, being real productive, high quality. You probably produce a result that, again, is high quality. It is very finished, very polished because you're very detail-oriented. So if you're working on a project, it's going to have 
all detailed plans. Everything's going to be to the nearest decimal place, et cetera. Typically, fewer revisions will be required on things you work on. You won't have to go back too often and fix things because you do have that high standard of quality, which is a great thing. Also, typically detail-oriented people tend to take on improvement. They like to improve their skills to optimize things. So that's a positive thing in your mindset. Organization, I can't tell you how many people are terrible at organization and it really affects their career, but detailed-oriented people are typically pretty good at organizing things, really good at catching mistakes. Another pretty important thing when you might be designing a large building or a gear or part of an airplane or a car, whatever the case may be. And of course, one of the advantages is awesome analytical skills. I mean, we tend to be able to analyze things sometimes to overkill, but really good because of our our detailed ways of thinkers, of thinking patterns. All right. So disadvantages, again, you might forget about the big picture. You might not see the big picture, right? Like that saying, you can't see the forest through the trees. You can't, you got to step out and look at everything. And that could be a big disadvantage. Sometimes people that are detail oriented are struggle socially because you're might be highly introverted, which again, isn't a bad thing, but it may be a disadvantage if you want to meet people and network. You might be slower than a big picture thinker because you're so focused on the details. It might take you longer to complete a task or a design plan or a specification, which isn't a bad thing. You may be more thorough as well, but it just might take longer. And that could be a disadvantage. A lot of times also someone who's detail oriented tends to be inflexible and doesn't like things to change because you like to stick with what works when sometimes a change is what you need to grow. Sometimes detail oriented people can be hard to work with, especially when you have a big picture thinker and a detail oriented person and you, you can butt heads a lot. So that could be a little bit tricky. And a lot of times because detail-oriented people are perfectionists. They don't like to make mistakes. They have this big fear of making mistakes or failing or not doing something the right way. And that can hold you back in a lot of ways as well. Those are some of the advantage and the disadvantages of these two different thinking patterns. So again, I think what I wanted you to think about in this episode is where would you characterize yourself on the scale of if it's one to 10 and 10 is a big picture thinker and one is someone who's very detail-oriented, where would you put yourself on that scale of one to 10? I'm hoping that through this episode, you can get somewhere around a five. So you can utilize both thinking patterns. And what I'd like to do at this point is I want to jump into the take action today segment of the show, where I'm going to give you some recommended actions to try to do that, to try to be able to incorporate both patterns of thinking into your career, into your everyday actions. So let's jump in and do that now. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. And today I'm going to give you seven recommendations, seven recommended actions for trying to become a big picture thinker who also pays attention to detail because that's what we've been focused on. And I have done a lot of research for this episode. This is based on my own experience and also some research from different articles out there, which we'll link to in the show notes for this episode, which will be episode 170. All right, so before we jump into these recommended actions, I do want to take a moment to recognize our sponsors for the episode PPI. Do you want to advance in your career but not sure where to start? All of us have been there at one point. One surefire way to grow in your profession is to get your engineering license. The best place to gather info on licensure and pick from multiple review options is pptopass.com. 
PPI has helped over 4 million engineers pass their licensure exam and become leaders in their fields. Visit ppitopass.com to learn how you can start preparing for your exam right away and take one step closer to career advancement. That's PPI, the number two, pass.com. For a little extra encouragement, I have a 20% off promo code available to listeners of this podcast. Use promo code TECH8 on PPI's website for an exclusive 20% discount. Again, that's promo code TECC8. I'd also like to recognize one of our newer sponsors on the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, ISA. Build your automation engineering career with ISA. ISA is the International Society of Automation, a recognized leader in non-biased automation training. From world-class online and classroom training taught by today's industry experts to digital and print publications written by leading automation authors. To association membership that gives you a worldwide network of 40,000 automation professionals, ISA is with you every step of your career. To find out more about how ISA can help you build your career, visit isa.org forward slash build your career, no spaces. That's isa.org forward slash build your career or call 919-549-8411. All right, so let's jump into these recommended actions that you can take to try to integrate the two thinking patterns we've been focused on in this episode. So firstly, you want to get really clear on the destination, right? Where are you headed on a project? What does that big picture look like? right? That would be your first step. And I'm going to give you an example as we walk through these steps. I'm going to use the, actually the PE exam as an example, because it's something that's very tangible for a lot of engineers. They like to get their license. You might have a specific accreditation in your field that you're focused on, right? Let's just say I want to get my PE license. And I'm, this is what I actually, what I did when I was studying. My endpoint is the PE license. So what I did was I actually printed out my name. I typed my name out, Anthony Fasano dash PE for professional engineer. I cut it out and I taped it to my monitor the entire time I was studying. I was not going to lose sight of where I wanted to end up, right? So that's your first thing if you want to cultivate that big picture. Secondly, think about the problem or the challenge that this endpoint is helping you to overcome. Every dream you have, goal you have, it's either to overcome something or to solve something, right? And of course, essentially for this one, it was the ability to... If you don't have your license, you don't have the ability to sign and steal plans. You don't have the ability to, it's also a reputation and a credibility. That would be kind of like understanding what you're solving or what you're getting this for, the benefit of it. The next step would be to lay out your steps, right? So now you can see you're getting a little bit more detail oriented, right? We're going down the whole path here. So the steps, I got to sign up for the exam. I got to maybe take a review course, I'll plug PPI because they're our sponsor. I need to do a bunch of problems. Maybe I want to talk to someone else that's taking the exam, right? So you get these bigger milestones laid out. So while you're starting to get detailed, these are still the big steps. Then for each step, you should question it, the validity of the step. Like, why am I doing this step? Do I really need it? Do I really need to sign up for the exam? Of course you do. Do I need to take a review course? I think it's a pretty smart thing to do. What you do after that is you should, then you break down those steps into smaller action items. Right now you're getting really into the detail oriented side of things. Once you've done that, you want to think about how you're going to accomplish those things. 
is someone going to help you? Are you going to assign something out? Is it something that you actually have to do? You have to call, do you have to make a payment or how are you actually going to get them done? And then finally you execute on them. By doing this, you're taking a scale from big picture to detail on a project and you're not getting stuck in one direction or the other. You're not jumping right in without thinking about the endpoint or destination. And you're not just thinking about the endpoint or destination without breaking down the steps. So I hope that you find that helpful to you. Personally, for me, it's been a tremendously helpful skill to be able to think more visionary and to think more big picture. It's helped us to make some really big decisions like changing the name of our company from the Engineering Career Coach to the Engineering Management Institute, among other things. But I promise you that if you're able to have both of these thinking patterns incorporated into your daily activities, you'll see a difference. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Before I let you go, I do want to just let you know that one of the things we're doing now at the Engineering Management Institute is we've transitioned our online community. We we're now naming it Engineering Management Institute, and we're doing monthly PDH sessions live and online. We've upgraded our form completely. It's much more user-friendly. Really excited about it. We're also going to be doing premium video tips around being a manager and a leader in our forum only. And we've got a lot of really awesome benefits for this membership program. So we're offering a membership program. And last month, we did a session on how to build the confidence you need to become an effective engineering manager and leader. And if you join, you can get access to that. But this month, we're doing a session that's developing an entrepreneurial mindset that will drive opportunity for you and your company. That's going to be March 28th at 1.30 Eastern time. So you can go to our website, engineeringmanagementinstitute.org, and you can register for only that webinar. Just click upcoming webinar and register for that webinar. Or you can, beneath the webinar preview video, you can become a professional member. And so I'm really excited about this. I think we're building something special and we're going to help more engineers become more effective managers and leaders. And I hope that you'll consider joining us. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and our questions. Just go to engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Dot org. Click on podcast and look for episode 170. You'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. You can leave a question in the comments section of the show notes. We do monitor all the comments and we'll respond if you leave us one. And don't forget to check out our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Until then, I hope that you continue to engineer your own success. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.